Dab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. What's up, y'all? You've downloaded today's podcast. It's the 29th of October. Abs is not with us. She is in the podcast from today's show, but right now she's on national television. Yeah, big shot. The Today Show. Mm, but we had a good show today. Mm. Uh, we talked to Erin McNaught from SAS. Do you think the SAS um, are thrilled that it's now being called SAS? Uh, well... Actually, they probably, probably wouldn't care, would they? Because they're tough, they don't give a rat. Well, they would say that, but deep down, they'd be like, we are not sass. <laughs> Excuse me, we're the special forces. <laughs> um, but yeah, you go, oh, you guys are so sassy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I had a girlfriend whose nickname was Sass. Oh, yeah? Is that short for... Her name was Sarah. No, I haven't but heard that. I, that's, I was like, oh, I always thought it was short for that, but I was like, I don't know why they call her Sass. Maybe, was she sassy? Not really. Hmm. Because you normally get Sarah. Sarah, yeah. Mm. No, she was probably the most sort of, I don't want to say. Boring? You're not boring. Who would want to say? <laughs> but that's, that's not the right word. Mm. Um, Beige? No. Nah. No, nah, it was just it was just like a, like everything was fine. Ah, chill. Yeah. She wa- the only hiccup we did have, she was the one who I had to have a family meeting with her parents. Ah, yeah. Because they found out that we were fornicating. Mm. Yeah, but they let me sleep over, so I thought that was like that. <laughs> and they let me sleep in her bedroom, and I was kind of like, well. What did you think was going to happen? If you didn't want me to do that, you should have given me clearer instructions. Because <laughs> she never told me that you told her not to do that. Mm. But, but anyway, mm. that's a weird thing. I, that's a weird one you're going to have to work through with Rory when she gets older. What's that? Boys and stuff. Mm. Well, when they want to start, to, when they're like sort of 16, 17, when I have boys stay over and stuff. No. It's going to be a flat no. I was never allowed to have girls, and my sister wasn't allowed to have boys stay over. And, mm. yeah. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You always think no, no, foot down. But it's mm. yeah, because then what's the other option if they're planning on something at 17? Mm. Do you, yeah, you don't want to encourage it, but you also don't want it to happen in a car park, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Mm. Yeah. Uh, good time. Yeah, you got a long time to wait. Let's yeah, yeah. let's make that ten year time problem. <laughs> we got many problems to get through before then. Uh, all right, we're going to give you answers to Alpha Box in the middle of this as well. Let's get into it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. People always ask me, "What is Stab and Matt like?" And I go, "Well, you know what? They're worldly." That's what they're like. Yeah. Yeah. They're That's really, the first uh, word that comes to mind. They're, they're culturally educated. Ooh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all over the World Wide Web. Yeah. I know heaps about <laughs> the world. Yeah. You've travelled only to English-speaking countries and you've spoken to you've travelled to Thailand. I went to Bali. Ooh. Oh, that's full of Aussies, doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> and what le- words did you learn? Uh, oh, I can't remember now. Um, Konnichiwa. No, I knew all the ones that Scotty told me. Uh, uh, I can't remember now. I can't remember. Sarah McCarthy? That's the one. That's okay. Close. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to test you guys by playing a little bit of a snippet of a story. You need to pick the language and what the story is about. For everyone playing at home, it is the key to listen to names. Mm. You know, that's what mm. really stands out. Enjoy this one. Chad no demostró tenerle miedo y hasta quedó enamorado de sus encantos. Chad le contó que había sido asesinada por su esposo y que él tenía que hacerle saber al mundo la verdad. I think I heard Chad. I heard Chad at the start too, but I also heard Adele. <laughs> is, is Chad Adele's ex? I think Chad is the soccer team that she goes for. Oh, we're in trouble. Uh, or could Chad just be a word in this language? Mm. George. It is Chad. a country. Yeah. Um, okay, so what language first? 
Stab for the win today. Yeah. Spanish and Adele performing Saturday Night Live. Well done. She did a great job. Uh, this one. Well, if you, if you live stream the show during the segment, you'll see whenever something obvious pops up, me and Stab look at each other and go, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, man. yeah, man. Billie Eilish. And what's the story about then? Uh, Grammy. I heard Grammy. Yeah, because the Grammys are coming up. She cleaned up at the Grammys last year, so I believe it's about her. performing at the Grammys. No, you'd know this one. Billie Eilish, what was the story about? Well, it was a couple of weeks ago, the one about the paparazzi, and her coming out and speaking against the paparazzi for taking photos of her in a horrible outfit. Yep, well done. Yes, okay. That's half a point there. And language. I'm going to say Turkish. I was getting the. I always say Russian, but it wasn't aggressive enough. No, no, but you remember, it depends on the person talking. Russian. Thank you. Well done. Uh, paparazzi uh, photos of Billie Eilish in Russian. Wow. We're mm. doing good. Mm. How is that? Is, see, well, you got to remember, there's a, it just depends on who's the one talking. If you've got a serious newsreader who's uh, Russian, then they might do it. But when it's a little bit more like, hey. That's right. The di- there is a big difference between our newsreader, Joseph Ogilvy, and if we had your husband reading the news. Exactly. 100%. Mm. People think it's a different language. Right. It kind of is, if anyone can translate <laughs> my husband. <coughs> this one. Aniston va synergasti meton Brad Pitt. Θέλω να το λέω και να ουρλιάζω. I love it. Brad Pitt. Whoever it is, she likes she likes Brad Pitt. So Brad Pitt. Was there another name in there that you recognise? Oh, it's about him having um, a younger girlfriend. He do- doesn't he have two chicks on the on the burn? No, it's just no, one. But she's in an open but relationship because she's married. That's what it is. Yeah. Basically, who knows? basically, her husband is letting her have her hall pass. <laughs> Fair or enough. Or if yeah. they're still really together. Mm, I mean, you haven't yeah. really seen her with her husband for a while. Mm. But as for the, the language, language, let's listen oh, It's not again. the story, by the way. I just enjoyed oh. it. Um, mm. No, it's about Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston flirting when they did that virtual Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. French. Oh, no. And purely on her face. Tasmanian. Brilliant. Come on. Lock it in. Italian. I'm going Italian. Nope. If I had to be another one. Portuguese. Nope. Spanish. Greek. 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 There we go. Another great edition of news from around the world. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I'm going to be so organized this year. I like to plan. Definitely. I don't have enough planning in my life. I love planning. I love stationary. I like writing down my goals and then seeing what you can achieve. But now my mind's just been blown because I think maybe we should do the opposite. Because I've now discovered, mm. when I've really looked into it, mm. that the people that don't plan are the happiest. Mm. Well, they don't get disappointed, do they? Don't plan, can't fail. That's disappointing. <laughs> but do you still achieve? And I'd like to know on thirteen ten sixty, are you with a non-planner? Because on Friday, my husband and I sat down to work out next year. You know, when you're trying to work out childcare days and and finances and finishing the house. That was our meeting. Yeah, that you locked in five days earlier. You were telling us about it. This Friday, we're going to sit down. You had a plan to do your plan. Yeah. And he, he, he loves it because he doesn't really care. 
And I was like, cool, so what do you want to do with, like, what's your sort of five-year plan? He goes, what? <laughs> what's your five-year plan? And he thinks it's a joke because he's never had a plan. Yeah, right. And I said to him, like, last night, just come up. If you had to have, like, just two minutes to have, like, five plans, what would mm. they be? I, re- I reckon I know one of them. Would mm. be? Well, you. Okay. Well, like, stay with Abby. Well, do stuff to it. Okay. This is what he said. So we were talking about the fact that I have plans and I've got like a five-year plan. And have you ever made a goal in your life? Uh, yep. What? To marry the hottest woman, the most attractive woman, the most down-to-earth woman in the world. How are you going with that goal? Yeah, I failed miserably. (laughs) Goal number one, make my wife happy. Goal number two... Uh, be debt-free in five years' time. Goal number three, have a successful business. Goal Are you number... just saying what you think <laughs> that I want you to say? Goal but number four, put... yeah, yeah. make my wife happy. Yeah. Goal number five, brush my teeth. <laughs> Morning and night. <laughs> you should be. Have you honestly never made a goal? No, I don't. No? No. Never made a goal. Breeze on through life. and uh, <laughs> You're the biggest hippie. <laughs> I'm not a hippie. I just, you are. I'm just down to earth like hippies. <laughs> <laughs> he just told you what he thought you wanted to hear. Yeah. He I was like, how are you going to get debt free? And he goes, I don't know. Is that what you want? I'm like, yeah, it's like pie in the sky to like own your own house. But like that's just what you put up there. He goes, yeah, right. Well, whatever you want. Yeah, he was trying to shut you up, clearly, and yeah. that, that was... Oh, that's that was that was right. his only goal. Yeah. <laughs> but does someone have to have goals in the relationship? Like, would you have a goal? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. And Kat would have lots? Kat's got heaps of goals. Heaps yeah. Heaps and heaps of goals. So she's got more than me. Yeah. And, it's a know. goal off. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll fully get... I've got one. She's got lots. You've got goals? Yeah, my goals change a lot, though. That's fine. You're you allowed know? to change them. That's yeah. just like your plan. Mm. But how do you know if you've achieved it? He just doesn't have any... But I see, I want to be him. Mm. I want to be that person who doesn't really care too much what happens tomorrow or the next week or in the next couple of years because th- that is, I believe, true happiness. I've never met anyone like him where he solely lives in the moment. Mm. You know how you always go get him to say, I can't because he does what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Yeah. Like he'll come home from work and he'll be across the neighbours chatting for 45 minutes and I would feel like I have to do other stuff. And he's like, no, it's a good combo. <laughs> That's it. Are you with, are you with a non-planner? Or maybe you're you've, you're in a relationship where you guys don't ever set goals. You're just like, we'll be where we'll be. Well, we do have a bit of a theory that you can't have two non-planners in a relationship. So if that is the case, give us a call on 131060. You know what? Those people probably don't even own a phone. <laughs> That's the issue we're going to have here. Are they happier? Yeah. I, I hope I'm wrong, but I reckon it's mainly here we would expect to hear from women who go, yeah, my husband's like that. I don't know that there'll be many husbands who'd be like, no, my, my mum is a non-planner. Because she heard this and she's like, oh, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so dumb having a five-year plan. I went, no, but dad does. He goes, she goes, oh, yes, he does. <laughs> but, but they're at the age where... She's <laughs> never her whole life. But her see, whole okay. life she's never had a plan. Knowing you as, like as well as I do, you, you can't do it. The, the joy you get from planning, you love it. Like, you, you can't, you wouldn't Because feel... I think you have to. Because how do you know but if you're act- on the right track? It actually brings you joy. Mm. Oh, that's called control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jane, in Carindale, are you a non-planner? Hey, so my partner is a severe planner. He is always setting, like, major goals, which is kind of like 
taught me as a partner to relax on mine a little because, as you guys said, like, if you do set goals and you don't reach it, you feel disappointed. Mm. But um, in saying that, like, when you're a couple, your goals are together. As yeah, yeah, well, he says that he's just copied whatever. Like, if I go, oh, we're saving a deposit for a house, he's like, cool, we're saving a deposit for a house. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah that's me too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if I said to him, hey, I've been thinking about selling and just moving over to Bali, he'd be like, that sounds good. Yeah, he would. <laughs> He'd love that. Uh, Jane, because um, <laughs> I... You're not going to do that, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get you a studio over there, you know. Yeah, 2024. <laughs> if your partner's a, like, super goal-orientated person, is he a personal trainer? No, he's a chippy. Oh, okay. is he? And is he happy? So, oh, he, yeah, he's really happy. Like, <sighs> he's only 22, and he's already set a goal for, like, when he wants his first house, mm. when he wants to, like, build his final house. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. We never, I don't know, it's it's a stereotype. Whenever I picture someone say, yeah, guy, he's like full of goals, sets goals, I just picture a dude in a singlet with big muscles. Do and you see? I think a financial haircut. planner. Mm. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Danny, Mo Desert. Are you a planner or a non planner? Both my partner and I are non planners. Oh, and how does that work? Do you just sit around doing nothing all the time, or what happens? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's, it's like a weekend. You think, oh, we might do something this weekend, and then it, it never happens because something comes up and we just feel like, you know, if we were both to plan, we'd both be stressed. You know, we don't, we don't want to set, set stuff up to fail. Like I have to agree with the comment that you said before, if you, if you don't plan, you don't fail. <laughs> yeah. But what do, do you ever think about where you'll be in a year or two years time? Not really. No. No, no because, you know, the way I look at it is, you, you don't know what's going to happen. So even if you were to set plans, who's to say that, you know, it's going to happen? Of course, the non-plan has got the worst phone line of everyone, too. You're real muffly, Dan. I Sorry, wanna... I'm, 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 in a tr- I'm in a truck. Is that a bit better? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. I just have one question. Go, D- go. Does your partner not, like, plan your time and force you to go to, like, birth- kids' birthday parties and dinners you don't want to on the weekend? No. No. Oh, my God. We were talking about oh. that this week, weren't we? We'd love to go Jeez. into a weekend with just, like, no plan. Oh. Well, you do. It's just that there's someone around you that's got a plan for you. Yeah, yeah but with, that, without that one. Yeah. Well, then that's called divorce. <laughs> yeah, that's too sound, hard to plan. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't sound as sexy. I'll do it when she plans it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shelley in Collingwood Park. Are you a planner or non-planner? What's going on? I, I used to be a planner, but now I'm not. I can't be bothered anymore. Just giving it up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, um, I like would plan for everything and I achieved all my goals. My husband never did anything like that. And then I realized I was spending all my time, you know, writing plans and doing this, that and the other when I could be using that time achieving my goals. Oh, but they're still in your head. Not yet. Well, they are in my head, but I don't like, I don't set time frames or anything like that because yeah, life's super unpredictable. So why plan? You never know what's around the corner. Mm. I don't think you're as reformed as you think you are, (laughs) Shelley. There's still a plan. You're still keeping goals, you know. That's right. It takes a while. She's saying she's not writing it down. Yeah. I don't write anything down. She's a closet planner. (laughs) (laughs) You you should set a plan to um, not have a plan. When would you, like in in 2022, I won't have any plans. How will I know if I achieve it? <laughs> yeah, I literally have no plans for the future <laughs> at this stage. Yeah, I'm right. just living day by day. Oh, there you go. How do we, yeah. yeah, good on you. Yeah. How do we go about cancelling plans? Now, that's I think that's oh. a, that's a true power when you go nuts. Nah, well, we're going to cancel that. 
I'm happy to cancel plans because if you're just not into it, you're not into it. Just stop. Everyone has good and bad days. Just stop work on your carport. Stop it. <laughs> not into it. <laughs> it's going to cause a landslide <laughs> if we don't. Are you thinking too uh, much? <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Make them or will it break them? This is SAS Australia. Yeah, she's proving to us uh, she is tough as nails. SAS Australia returns Monday, 7.30 on 7. Erin McNaught is on with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? It has been called um, SAS, people are calling it, rather than SAS, because they're saying that it is so much drama. And we do have to ask about uh, (laughs) Faraz, because there was an altercation with the actor where you guys were like, come on, mate, get your together. The way you speak to them is not how you talk to people. No, I don't disrespect them, no. I try to connect. It, was, it wasn't even... You it don't wasn't converse even... with them. You say yes staff, no staff. He just wants... I they want it. Yes staff, no staff. Cool. Yeah, not my first barbecue. You haven't even apologised to us. Hey? Yeah, you haven't... Like... What's that? No, you haven't even said sorry, said guys. sorry, sorry. Us? So, Sorry about what? You haven't been punished. We have it. been punished. Mm. Was it worse no, when you were there? Was he even more disrespectful, people have said? Look, it was just like, for the first sort of few days especially, um, we just felt that he didn't really understand the whole um, premise of the show. Um, the, the military is the military, and, and you don't talk back. We had so many chats, like nice chats with him, where we are like, look, it's not about you. It's, it's about just, you know, learning that there's a time and a place he sounds like a bit of a dick, honestly. <laughs> like, if people are saying, no, mate, as a group, can you be quiet? He uh, he does sound like a massive dick when you hear that I think that he was just in character. <laughs> <laughs> Motivation. Well, he's, he's, oh, come out and said, um, he's come up and said that he uh, has a problem with authority, which is one of the main things, and then he's done yeah. the classic, uh, he's been edited badly as well. But from all reports, uh, I mean, even one of the commanders come out and said he's actually been edited nicer than he actually was on the show. <laughs> Yeah, look, I mean, there, there are some people whose personality just isn't really suited to the military, and for us is one of them. And you're uh, living in Brisbane now, your neighbours with Stav here, <laughs> living in Barton. <laughs> Stav keeps sending in. a We're text yeah. every so time you go to the bowls. Every Monday goes, Aaron McNaught was at the bolo yesterday. <laughs> Barton's really looking up now. Has he ever talked to you at the bowls? I've been there once. Yeah, you've been there once. I've been there once. Yeah. Oh, it was a busy day. He makes sound like you guys are sinking jugs every weekend. We you, can... an example, and the kids all catching up. Oh, you should have said hi. I was a bit nervous. <laughs> you just decided to send group texts of everything you did that day instead, which is not freaky or stalking. So good luck. Yeah. yeah. Um, you were also, we, we know that you won um, Miss Universe Australia. That's when your career, you know, sort of began for you quite young. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know Donald Trump quite well. Did you reach out to him when he got coronavirus? <laughs> we were like, hey, hey, bro, how you feeling? You know, we don't really chat anymore. <laughs> Is he, like, I know you probably get asked this a lot, but can you tell when he's being himself or when he's just being on for the cameras when you see stuff about him on TV? Oh, look, I don't know anymore. He just seems like a crazy person to me. Like, I, <laughs> I, I didn't know him well when I did Miss Universe. I, I met him maybe three times or four times. Um, and, you know, he, he is just this enigma because he the stuff that comes out of his mouth, you're just like, are you saying that because, you know, for the media's um, gain or are you saying that for your own personal gain? Or, like, I, it's just... He's very, he's very calculated.
I mean, he was always so lovely to us, but of course he's going to be lovely to, to a bunch of beautiful girls doing this universe. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always weird true. when you see him, I guess, behind stage as well. Because like, he is so involved with it, but when you see him talking to all the girls, you think, oh, wait a minute, there's a an older man just walking around saying, well done, ladies. Well, you're not going to be upset, are you, in that situation? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, it's an, it's an interesting one. I guess everyone thinks because you, were, you, you started your modelling, well, that was a big part of your modelling career, that everyone just assumes you know Trumpy Boy, hey? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I met him, as I said, like when I, when I went to his universe and then he flew us to New York to go on the Letterman show. Like just four of us, so and apparently he personally selected us. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but it's one of those things. Like at the time, it feeds the ego. Um, you're like, oh my god, he picked me. But in retrospect, it's kind of the whole thing is just a bit. It's just a bit wrong nowadays. Mm. Would you do it again? Um, not not in the format that it was back then. Yeah, no. right. yeah, right. Mm. Is it, is it, yeah, is it still yeah. around now? Do they, are they still, they still doing do it? it? Yeah. yeah, I think it is, but I think it's a lot more regulated. And I I don't actually, I, I have no idea whether they've um, introduced, you know, more personality characteristics mm. as opposed to just look, looks. Um, I would hope that they have. I know Miss World, they, they do charity component, components, yeah. they do talent components. It's not just like a swimsuit model competition. Yeah. Um, I think, I think yeah. since having kids, it's changed my perspective as well because I don't want my boys to aspire to be with a girl just because she's, you know, a model or whatever. It's it's kind of a bit weird. So yeah, I mean, it's as funny as you get older and your perspective changes as your as your life changes. I think they're leading with profession first. So you know how before it would okay. be. I think this was swimsuit was the second thing you used to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that was high up there with the importance. It's 2020. Some guy will complain he's not allowed to enter and it'll just shut it down. <laughs> I was thinking about They should have a guy version. Could you I imagine? Have Mr. Universe. Did they? Yeah, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger was Mr. Universe. No, that's like a bodybuilding one. Yeah, like yeah. I just purely want it. They get in their suit and then yeah. they get their swimwear and then they have to answer a question, which is really tricky. <laughs> God, that sounds frightening. Hollywood <laughs> 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 men in dick togs. <laughs> and then you've got to wear a costume of your country. Wow. Oh right! What would what would the Australian men wear? You'd be a kangaroo, a cute little kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've worked this all out, yeah, your head, haven't you? Oh god! <laughs> Sign your husband up, Aaron. Uh, hey, great to chat to you. You're doing a great job, SAS Australia. It's back 7:30 uh, Monday on Seven. Aaron McNaught, uh, thanks for calling through. Thanks, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, Alpha Bark's worth $10,000, 7 and 8 a.m. every single day. Here are some uh, answers, actually, to practice. All right. Uh, 7 a.m., goals is one of your answers, and 8 a.m., dictionary. There you go. You're guaranteed money if you play tomorrow when we're live back on the air. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You guys know my um, eldest son, Ethan, always talking on FaceTime primarily with his girlfriend. Yes. And we had to put a stop to it because he would be walking around the house doing it. And I walk from the bedroom to the bathroom nude. Whenever I'm going to the toilet, we leave the door open. We only have one bathroom. He did it at camping. It's quite weird because I thought he was talking to me the whole time and I'm like answering him back. And he was like looking going, why are you? Okay, weirdo. I was like, well, talking to your phone, like... Yeah. You don't know he's on it because sometimes they just stare at each other without talking. Wow. Yeah, so you'll be having a conversation with him 
And then you hear his phone make a noise and you're like, what's that? And he'll be like, oh, Megan's on FaceTime. And you're like, so Megan's <laughs> in this conversation and I didn't know. You can't do I that. I used a nicer tone. Yeah. But it's happening again, but with Xander. Right. And I'm sure there's a lot of parents whose kids play this game. Fortnite's popularity is booming. Fortnite. Fortnite. I love Fortnite. <laughs> the old Fortnite, mm-hmm. right? Because they can talk to each other when they play online if they've got headsets. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Xander has never had one before um, until his mate got one. So he now uses, just like, uh, you can use headphones that mm. plug in. You know, so like, if you're uh, using the headphones, you can't hear what they're saying. So what, but what we've done mm. is he can talk because it's got a microphone in the headset, but we've got it set up so the TV still plays what they're talking about. So you can, oh, hear, so you can hear it. their entire conversation because he's only allowed to play and talk to kids he knows. Yeah, fair play. Mm-hmm. So he can't add just randoms and start talking to them. So What about if he's playing someone that he doesn't know then? Well, we don't let him add them. Okay. So he's not allowed to play against anyone he doesn't already know. So, because you've, you've got to accept them on their friends That list. means he's got to be on there at the same time. So you've got Correct. to text their parents and stuff. That's a real engagement. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, now they, they, they set it up at school in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Oh, time. They lock all that in. Mm. And, you know, if he misses it, he misses it. But this is where you've got to be careful because we're being safe parents and saying, hey, make sure the audio goes back through the TV so we can hear who you're talking to, what you're talking about. But what happens on the other hand is his friend's parents do exactly the same thing. And uh, the other day I got a text message from one of the parents. Saying, can you please tone down your swearing in the background? It's not appropriate, Matt. Joking about things that they can hear in our house. Oh, my. Our bedroom. Now, nothing was going. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm just saying Esther and I were in our bedroom having a conversation. When we get a text about a conversation that the boys are having, like, oh, how cute. I can hear them saying, you know, grab a gun, shoot me, bra, because they say bra and bro a lot. And I was like, if she can hear that, she can hear everything in my house. Because I can hear when they're walking around talking. What were were you saying? I have no idea. I don't think, no. I don't want to know. No. But what happened, like... If you heard through the television, just say Finney was playing, mm. yeah. and you heard me and Esther having a conversation, would you not sit for a bit? Oh, yeah. And just see what's oh, going sometimes on? Sometimes he's yeah. got, because I say turn off the volume, and occasionally he's had it on, and you can hear someone in a foreign language. Mm. And I sit there and listen to it with such intent, like I can follow the conversation. Uh, like, that's a swear word. Don't know <laughs> what language, but I can, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so, interesting. So now I'm like. You're going to have to get rid of the headset. Well, Yeah. But, but what have they already heard? Well, how dodgy are you? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not about dodginess. Well, it is, they're, if you're concerned about going, it. If I hear one more thing about that bloody lawn, I swear yeah. to God. No, no, but you know what it's like. <laughs> is that them flirting? <laughs> it's the same as when you're in your car and you're having a conversation with someone and you look down and you check your phone. You, you, just, you, you don't, don't know who you've been talking you about. Who, what? Don't. And you know what? There's things that you talk about with your partner and stuff that happens in the house that you don't want to leave the house. It's just knowing that someone has been listening, and you don't remember what's been said. Mm. You know? So, mm. what are you going to do? Move house. Move <laughs> state. <laughs> that, that bad. Just a public service warning. If your kids are on Fortnite or online gaming, everyone can hear what is going on in your house. Okay? Good times. Sell the Fortnite. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Babies, babies, boys or girls. Babies, babies, nobody knows. (laughs) (laughs) 
you, you dream it, we'll make it, buddy. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Okay, all right, guys. I'm picturing it. <laughs> Stop it. Bitty. Bitty. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I got myself. Oh, my God. Okay. But there is something that we need to work out, which is how you're going to get into a carnival. And do you know what? There's not many of them around. In fact, we think this is the only one here in Australia. Uh, Warren uh, Brophy from Brophy Brothers Circus. You, sir, are a human cannibal. G'day, guys. How are we? Oh, yeah. Take us through, do you do the big events? Like if the Echo would wanted to put you in the main arena, that would be you? Well, 100%. Look, um, I'm the only human cannibal here. We've done, you know, we do Sydney show, Moomba Festival, the Echo. Unfortunately, not this year with everything going on. Mm. But um, normally, yeah, we tour everywhere. How does it work in the cannon? Is there like a platform at the bottom and it just like pushes you out? Or what, what do you use? Um, can you keep a secret? Yes. So can I. Ah. Oh, okay, like good one. Well, this so, human cannonballs, look, it's a very small industry. Mm-hmm. There's only probably maybe a dozen, maybe 15 people in the world who do it. Wow. And it's a, it's very much a family-based thing. So people will design their equipment and, yeah, it, it's a trade secret thing. Really? So when you say family-based, how skillful do you need to be to go in the cannonball? Because I don't think you've ever done it as a baby. That would be Stab's dream. But, not um, not skillful s- to go in, but to go out, there's a bit of skill involved. Mm. So how, um, how much training have you done, or did you get your so, license? Um, I did all my training in the States. I flew over there for six months and did some training with some oh. of the best cannonballs in the world. Wow. Um, and then we brought it back here last year, and then another six months or so of training, and yeah, I've been performing it for the last 15 months. So that's a year. So, uh, of- it's, it's a big thing. Yeah, it's not just jump in a cannon and get shot. No. Um, Why not? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Is there <laughs> like probably a- one of the most dangerous stunts there are, you know? Yeah, no one's right. ever from being shot out of a cannon, the landing that gets you. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm just reading here on Wikipedia, more than 30 human cannonballs have died during the performance. Wow. Yeah, it's not a very favourable profession. <laughs> what about an accelerated course? Could Stab do that? An accelerated course, no, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> look, uh, no, it is, uh, it is a big learning curve, you know. You don't just oh. get in and get shot one day. It, it's, oh, you know, okay. baby steps at a time, I guess. It, it sounds like something you'd want to rush. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not at all. No. Say, days, yeah. I appreciate it, Warren. Yeah. Thank you, because I know these two won't. Be. What about if he signed a disclaimer form? <laughs> oh, God, saying that. No, no. <laughs> so we well, can't... the other thing as well, I'm Australia's only human cannon. If you're doing it, then there's two of us, and it just doesn't sound very good for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you say there is absolutely yeah. no way Stab will be able to be in a in a cannon. Mm-hmm. Not, not in, not in a couple of weeks' time. Not at all. Okay. Could we do? Well, I mean, this baby's going to be born in about like seven months. Could maybe for the next baby? Okay, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh no, this is devastating because okay? Dad's been begging us to organise this, Warren, and we thought when we knew you lived in Queensland, we're like, we're on here. Oh, are you okay, bud? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> you what know would what? you suggest? It's epic for Stav to be able to do if he can't go on a cannonball. Like, is there something else you reckon he could do? Oh, something something safer? No, 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 just something epic. <clears throat> yeah, safer. Something epic. Mm. Like bungee oh, jump? Like, Lion tank? You're putting me on the spot here, mm. yeah. Maybe like a big high dive in like an airbag or something. Maybe that's fun. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's an, what do you mean an airbag? You into an mattress. Like a free fall. Mm. A free fall? Like, oh. a, like in Lethal Weapon. It's a Sk- subtle Lethal Weapon. Skydive yeah, with exactly. no parachute and land in Base a net. jump. The buildings, you know? Mm. Yeah, well, that's where I'm at. Base jump. Yeah. Are they illegal? He's always, you've always wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
has. You've always talked about it. I love when you always watch those videos. Yeah, you're like, like, oh, they're going to be in jump. trouble, but yeah. jumping out of. Yeah. Every time yeah. you open a can of Red Bull, you start talking about <laughs> base jumping. And we're like, dude, where's this coming from? People say that, like, they look at me and go, you scream base jumper. <laughs> okay, well, Warren, we appreciate it from Brophy, our Brother Circus. We stand by. We may still use you for the cannon, but this is Stav's dream to do something epic dressed as a baby. So, really not. If guys, anyone has an idea, they can um, they can send us a message on yeah. socials if they have an idea of what Stav should do that's epic. Something in line with his dreams, of course. Yeah, it's got to be death defying. Something he'll be remembered be. for for forever. In fact, start <laughs> the sentence with, "I know Stav's dream is to." Yes, that's a great one. So jump on to the Stav, Abby and Matt Facebook page. Let's help this little boy out. Um, Why are you guys constantly trying to kill me? <laughs> like, to... I can just leave if you want. <laughs> I'm trying to kill you. It's your we dream. love you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Your mom... dreams are our responsibility. <laughs> well, stop making them up. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This is an interesting one, and I've had it happen to uh, us as a couple, but we've never gone to it. And that is when you get invited to the ceremony, but not the reception. Uh huh. And I always go, "No, nah, well, if they don't love us enough for us to go to the fun part, the fun part, then well, I know I like ceremonies, but I kind of go, I can't be bothered getting dressed up, and mm. I don't want to be at the back in my trackies. <laughs> so, and also, I'm not bringing a present if I'm just coming to the ceremony. Surely yeah. you don't have to. But no. we've got a DM from a listener who says that she was like, oh, invited to the ceremony, but unfortunately not the reception. So she went along to the ceremony, and then because there was friends and family that she knew, they were like, no way, you're not. You have to come to the reception. So she was like, what do I do? So she went to the reception, and they sort of did a place for her. But then since, she has got the bill for it. Because the couple would have got billed from, you know when you've got an extra person there? And they're like, hey, you'd already paid in advance. Well, you think about it, it's the same as you can't just add an extra person onto the banquet at a restaurant and, and then not pay. It's but an uncomfortable one, though. It's a little bit different, though, because none of the other guests paid. No, but they were invited. Mm. So I guess what they're saying is we didn't want you to come. But then do you love them enough to get them to go to the ceremony but not enough to the reception? It's a, it's a weird invite. Mm. But it's hard because you can only invite the amount of people you can afford yeah. to the reception. Because, you know, it's like it's like yeah. 200 bucks a head or something Well, then some isn't places. it ignorant to, or arrogant to presume that they want to see you get married, Ben? But do they do it as because they feel bad? We're really sorry. Mm. But I hear what you're saying. We know you love us, so we're sorry we can't invite you. <laughs> Come and watch it. Come and watch us, and then if you could just go home after. But then if you've got a big family, and that takes up a whole portion of your reception, and you don't actually really want them there. but Do you, they just want the know. seats at the ceremony to be covered? Then, yeah. Yeah, good point. I want to know, 131060, do you think that she should have to pay this bill? What do you guys reckon? I reckon if she got them a present, no way. <laughs> yeah, no. Because I think when you give the present, that yeah. is the indication. Because I normally, we normally like to give the amount that our ticket would have been. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah. we think that's polite. Yeah. So you kind of like paid for your ticket there. So if there, she's given a present that's enough of that value, mm. then I would say no. It's uncomfortable. As a bride and groom, I would have just paid for it. I might have been annoyed, but I would have paid for it. I would have just it. paid for it, yeah. And in her situation, I wouldn't pay the bill because I'm tight. So well, what would you say? I just wouldn't talk to them again. <laughs> <laughs> you could always make the people who invited them pay. Because you yeah, could say to the bride and groom issue. and go, Mum, yeah. I didn't 
invited oh, yeah. them. You invited them. That's on you. Yeah. If you wanted them there so badly, I bet it was awkward. I was happy for it. Now it's awkward. So want you'd get them? Back. Okay, that's that's not that's a bad not option. Bad. Yeah. Bad. Would you pay if you were sent? You were given the bill? If I'm honest, no matter how much the family and friends said you've got to come, you've you got wouldn't to come, do it? I would have invented a reason as to why, oh, I've got something okay. else booked on. There is no way yeah. I would have put you would have the bride and groom yeah. in that position. I would yeah, have probably fair, done the same cool. thing. I'm sorry, I'd love to, but they said I'm not invited. I'm cool with it, but yeah. But then by yeah. saying that, you're saying that she should pay because she has done the wrong thing. Oh, good point. <sighs> this is curlier than I thought it would be. To be We've gone deep, here, Brisbane. Ooh. What do you reckon? Should she pay for it or not? <coughs> Linda, after clearing your throat, there. What do you think? Oh, sorry, love. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, I don't know. That's that sort of thing. That if someone invites you to a ceremony, to me, that you know they they love you. They want you to experience such a joyful moment. And especially with everything that's going on at the moment, like, they, they probably couldn't afford it. And I don't think it was meant narky, so I think she should pay for it. Even though my daughter's in the back seat disagreeing with me. <laughs> they, they couldn't make her pay. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone's so bloody cotton wool at the moment. Who cares? Don't be so sensitive. Just pay for it. <laughs> it, it is. It would be interesting to hear the excuse of the family and friends that insisted they come. Mm. Yeah, because I just imagine if you're the bride and groom and, you know, they, you obviously know this person and love them, but they weren't invited. And as you're going around the tables, as you do, you're like, what are you doing here? Hey. <laughs> oh, they hey. told me I should come. Going. Or should you just go and then go, I'm not going to eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll drink the bar. Um, Jenny, you're in Graceville. What do you think? Should this, uh, should this girl, should she pay or should she not? I think it's a really awkward situation, but yes, I think she should. I think the family and friends should have pressured her into staying. So if she was going to stay, I think she should have offered to pay. And then before they sent the bill, they should have given her the courtesy call to pay and explained Mm. why they had to charge her because, you know, they were stretched, you know, they they went into debt, whatever the situation was. But Mm. I think they should have had the conversation. But most importantly, I think it needs to make sure that I think they all need to make sure that this doesn't affect their friendship moving forward. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She should call the people and uh, make sure no one didn't turn up. Like, was everyone oh, you invited there? Because if I'm just taking the place of someone that didn't turn up, I wonder if it's not up, up to I the venue paying. to go, we are going to put an extra seat, but just so you are aware, we are going to charge the bride and groom. And then at that point, they could go, oh, no, sorry, I've got to go. Leave. Yeah. Or, yes, I'll pay for it. Yeah. You know how hard it is anyway when you're planning your wedding? Putting the guest list together is the the first test of your marriage. <laughs> oh, so you they know? don't talk to that person? They can't be seated oh. next to each other? That was really stressful. Oh, That's why gosh. we did stand up. Oh, yeah, then people yeah. can move away from yeah. each other. We had to do seated mm. so they wouldn't be in proximity standing. Ah, oh, right. You had to separate them. Mm. Uh, Megan, you're on with us. What do you reckon? Does this person pay or do they refuse? Um, so I think that they should pay and um, also working in hospitality and all the different aspects of it. It can be annoying because you don't really have enough extra serves. So they might end up with a vegetarian or something instead. Mm. But they should pay behind the scenes with the management and um, sort it out on the side. On the but night. a cocktail party before going in, if you're going to have that many people, they could cover them with a little bit of hors d'oeuvres and then say see you later. And they get a little bit of something. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Do you know everyone's saying that she should pay? Yep. They've got different reasons for it, but mm. regardless, they're saying that she should pay. She's listening and she's spewing this morning. Imagine if it turns Damn. out that they didn't, um, the venue didn't charge the people. They're just making a quick 200. <laughs> 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 they've, done it, they've done it to five well, people. No, they've done it to the whole guest list. And you reckon the, the family, family and goes friends around. were in yeah. on yeah. 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 You should come, you should come, you should come too, you come too. We're going to make a fortune. Free wedding. <laughs> 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As we do every day, we take a moment to reflect on the end of the day. I don't buy anything now unless it's on sale because I like that little reward. Like, I've done well. You I've saved, saved money. money. Mm, even though you spent it. So I walked past and there were some dresses on sale and I went, oh, on sale. I like that one. I saw it a little while ago, but it wasn't on sale. I'll get it now. So I walked up to the counter and she's like, do you want to try it on? I'm like, no, I already tried it on like two weeks ago. She's like, cool. And she goes, sorry, this one's not on sale. I was like, no, it's on sale. See, there's the sign there. She goes up and she reads the sign. She's like, oh, no, see, that one says excluding that. But I'm like, that's on the sale rack. Mm -hmm. And then I had to pull it. And I was like, I don't like myself for this. But I used to work in retail. And if something is on the sale rack, then legally you are obliged to give it to them. So I'll just take it for that. She's like, okay. When did you work in retail? Again, my whole history, she wasn't really that impressed. But I did get the dress for sale. Thanks, but no thanks. You know when there's the last of something in the fridge or like the last of something in the cupboard, you're like, I should probably leave that for the kids. The kids will want that. Nah, I'm sure they won't even remember. They'll have no idea. So you eat it. Then they climb into the car in the afternoon. And the first thing they ask for yeah. is the last thing that you just ate. <laughs> and you know your life's going to be hell till dinner time. You could feed them like a bird. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Regurgitate. <laughs> it's the same as when, you know, something hasn't been touched for months and months. And you're like, no one's going to miss this. I'm going to put it in the bin. Yeah. And as soon as the bin man comes, your wife goes, where's that thing? Thanks. But no thanks. Hey, God. What's up? What's <laughs> <laughs> your plan at? What's going on? Seems a bit nasty. A bit like a little bit of a giggle you're having on it. With the yeah. weather? Yeah. No, that's Mother Nature. She... she hey, Mother a, Nature. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to mess with her. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you up to? I mean, you've already thrown Corona at us. Just simmer down. That one was caught. Every... <laughs> hey, God and Mother Nature. <laughs> Because every time these storms roll in, what time do they roll in? School pick-up time. School pick-up time. Oh, Muhammad decides that. <laughs> hey, God. <laughs> Mother Nature. Muhammad. Throwing Buddha. Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> Gishna. Just stop it. <laughs> Be nice. And as usual, all complaints to staff. Hit105.com.au. Include bank details as well. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's the podcast, guys. Thanks for downloading. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.